1: Was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is.
0: My next prompt What do you think are my green flags?
1: I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly
0: ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie's the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try Voice Prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. I love wine, but sometimes it can get really expensive, which is why I'm so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Last Bottle Wines. Hi, I'm Yui Shu, And I'm Julie Krafcik. We're active daters turned dating sociologists. Here to dive into everything modern dating and
1: relationships. Welcome to the Dateable Podcast. We're back for another episode of Brunch Talk, where we answer your burning dating questions and help you through any dating conundrums
0: that you may have. We are here for you. Even on Christmas Eve morning, we are here (laughs) to answer those burning data questions, but in all seriousness, happy holidays to everyone. We're so excited to, you know, celebrate the holiday season. Merry Christmas or whatever you're celebrating today. If you're like me, I'm kind of an orphan on Christmas, but I've been taken in this year with my partner's family. So I'll be celebrating Christmas Eve, but whatever you do, hopefully you have a great day filled with happiness, love, and good food. Of course. I just learned what a Bake Alaska was. I mean, I
1: knew what it was, but now I finally know what it means. What it means.
0: What does it mean? I'm not sure if I even know.
1: Because it's cold in the center. It's like ice cream in the center, but it's baked on the outside. And it's the reason why it stays cold as ice cream in the center is because it's got a layer of egg white over it. So it's like a baked cold thing.
0: I feel like there needs to be some like dating term food or something that we should just create you know, because where did this stuff come from? It's like some random person is like, let's do this.
1: Home fries. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. But our dating advice makes perfect sense, at least to us. We think (laughs) we make perfect sense in our heads. And our question for this
0: episode is, should I go no contact with my ex? And for more context, our listener wrote in I recently broke up with my most significant ex because I went abroad. I really miss him. And I'm wondering if I should keep reaching out and share with him about my travels. He recently told me though, that he wants me to move on and to meet someone else and to date again. Should I go no contact or should I try to have a friendship?
1: I find that one of the hardest things about a breakup is that the person you would normally share everything with is no longer that person. So your first reactions, like, especially if you're in a new country, anything new you encounter, the stories, you wanna share with this person who was so significant in your life. What I've done in the past is instead of sharing with them, I just write it down in a journal. Mm. At least I get it out there I like that. on paper. And eventually that could go in an email and maybe it's a longer email that I share with them if I feel compelled to. That part is really tough. It's just not having that default person to share your life with.
0: Yeah. I mean, it sounds like to me that it's hard to move forward and that you want to stay in contact, but you have to evaluate like, what is the healthiest for you? There's a reason why this relationship ended. It sounds like you're both on different paths in your lives and you know maybe they'll become a day that you guys reconnect i don't want to say that in the sense like waiting around for it but i love this in the sense of you do you right now and if it's meant to be it's meant to be in a year, two years, whatever that time is, you might realize you were never right for each other in the first place. I feel like that happens a lot as we get so hung up on our exes. And then when we're away from the situation, we realize that this person really wasn't right for us. Because at the end of the day, like they did let you go. And I know that you moved abroad and all of that. But that's still a conscious decision. So you got to prioritize yourself and what's best for you. And in the moment, it might feel amazing to send that text to your ex. But if you get a text back saying like, I wish you'd move on or I wish you'd date other people, it's probably not going to feel so great to have sent that.
1: I always ask myself if I'm willing to share my life with this ex, what of their life Am I okay with hearing about? Yes. And this is where the danger lies because you could be very (laughs) liberal in the way you share whatever's going on in your life. And one day you get that text of them dating someone new. Yeah. How is that going to feel? I've played that scenario in my head many times with exes and said, nope, I don't even want to open that door.
0: I don't want to know. Yeah. And the reality is that he's giving himself permission to say that because he's flat yeah. out said, I want you to move on. I want you to date. So therefore, he can do the same too. So it's not even like they're doing something wrong in that situation at all. No. And we've said this in the past. You got to have some sort
1: of grace period after you break up. Yeah, you Can't just go straight from breaking up to let's try to have a friendship. There needs to be some healing in. And I feel like for him to say, you should move on, you should date other people, that's his way of saying, I need some time to process and heal. So maybe respect that for him and for yourself Yeah, and set a timer, three months, six months, all
0: very reasonable. That will also allow you to enjoy your time abroad Mm. because there's a reason why you're abroad right now, right? Like there's something that made you decide I want to do this. And I think looking back, you're not going to want to spend that time being hung up on someone who isn't there with you and isn't fully committing to this relationship. And I'm not saying that he's doing something wrong by not. The reality is it might be just too difficult to do this long distance relationship in the life stage that you two are at. So it's not like someone's right or wrong for not moving forward. But the fact is there was a conscious decision not to move forward. And you might as well make the best out of that also. like It's not just... Him making the best out of it. This is your time to discover new places, discover yourself, do all the really freaking cool things that come with living abroad.
1: I mean, seriously, I think the best thing you can do after a breakup is to move to a different country. I mean, what an ideal scenario. You get to experience all the newness of this new place and everything's different. Everybody's different. That's so great. What an, a great opportunity.
0: I wish I could do that after every breakup. Seriously. And I think, you know, ultimately this will be a gift. I love this idea of journaling or you know, find that friend who else can fill that void and be that person that's your go-to. Because maybe that was your ex before, but I'm sure you have other people in your life that would love to hear about your travels. So, how do you start to rope them in a bit more?
1: Yeah, how do you involve other people in your life into sharing your experiences and your stories with? It's not just one person. I mean, sure, it's fun sharing yeah this with a partner, but It's equally as fun sharing with a best friend or your parents, your siblings. So, yeah, definitely involve more people into your life. And then you'll see that a lot of people care about what you're doing abroad, not just him.
0: And this really applies to everyone, too, that isn't the listener that wrote in. Even if you're not abroad, even if you're just in the same town, (laughs) city, wherever, like there's going to be those memories that pop up that you want to share things with your ex. Like, this doesn't go away. This isn't, A broad, specific instance, like this no contact is really hard after a breakup, no matter where you are. In fact, it might actually even be harder when you're in the same physical place as your ex.
1: You know my philosophy, Julie, I'm like no contact ever. But I know that seems daunting for a lot of people to go from communicating every day to all of a sudden no contact at all. Yeah. So that's why that grace period is really helpful because it puts it into perspective. Like this doesn't have to be forever. Yeah. This no contact thing is just for now, just so I can heal for now and give yourself that outlet to still be experiencing things. Sometimes I feel like when people get very used to being in a relationship, they live for that relationship. They mm-hmm. live for that partner. They have these experiences just so they can tell their partner. Yeah. Now you get to live your life just for you. So maybe it's not even about sharing it with yeah. anybody. Just share it with
0: yourself. That's very special. Yeah. I want to go into no contact a little more because I find no contact very interesting because I think there is a time and a place for it. It absolutely can help you heal. But oftentimes we use it as a manipulation tactic also. Mm. So before we do that, let's hear a message from our sponsors.
1: month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today.
0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar.
1: And feedback that will make you swoon. When
0: she said that she had feelings for
1: you. (laughs) I had no idea. Really? And maybe you'll learn a thing or two yourself about how you can be a better dater, lover, or partner. Obviously, like, knew I was going to learn something. I didn't expect this. Welcome to Exit Interview.
0: Listen to Exit Interview on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So I totally admit when I was like, try to get my ex back. The, <laughs> <laughs> the no contact probably was like 90% a manipulation tactic and like a 10% self protection mechanism. Mm-hmm. If I was to ever have this happen again, I would hope that it would be reversed in those percentages. But back then I definitely was leaning hard. I read all the books of how do you get your ex back? <laughs> and a lot of them was, you know, you stop Texting, you stop responding, and then they realize what they lost, and they're gonna reach out. And honestly, no fail. This happened to me every time. Like a month later, they would reach out again. So there is like an element that does kind of work. Again, not a long term success because clearly, with all these exes, it didn't matter anyways. What's your take about like how do you stop looking at their no contact as this like underlying mechanism to get them back?
1: Yep. Definitely have done that. So I, I can recall this one time. I was like, I'm not going to contact him, not going to say a word. But I waited for him outside of his work, hoping to run into him, you know, like that's just, that's creepy. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't
0: do that. Good thing you're abroad. You can't do that.
1: (laughs) I think the no contact, think about it as doing it for yourself. Yeah. If you think about doing it for your partner, then yeah, it's a manipulation tactic. But if you do it for yourself, then you say, how is this benefiting me? The no contact is benefiting me So that I'm not triggered by the things that hurt me. I'm giving myself time to heal Mm -hmm. and that I can live my life for myself and not be waiting by my
0: phone for a text back from an ex who doesn't want to be in my life anymore. Right absolutely it needs to come from i'm doing this as self love this is for me at the end of the day so every time you get that urge to text them you think about okay how am i putting myself first and how am i you know helping my own heart heal mm. I don't know if this is helpful but I feel like for my major breakup that I went through I definitely had that moment at the end like the if they wanted to they would moment like yeah you know I can't believe this person's going to let me go but ultimately, why we broke up is because he wanted to work on himself and thought he could do that individually. And I wanted a committed like partner that was in it with me. A few months later, we both found that. Mm. And I think there's something very beautiful in that in itself. Like Maybe it didn't end up in the love story between the two of us. But it did end up being that moment that we both wanted. We got that. And there was like an act of love that came from that. So of letting each other go, right? That allowed for that. Mm. So maybe you could look at it as like grace and gratitude to your ex too. It's like you're doing this freaking cool experience of a lifetime. And that's what your path is right now. Like Go out and live it and let them do whatever their path is.
1: Yeah, so true. Set them free too, and let them come to an understanding. Because most exes do come back in that first like two months. Because it's, it's a habit. You want to come back to the person who was in your life for so long. I would argue anybody who comes back in the first two months is not ready to make any changes. No. It's going to be the exact same thing. So if you're just opening the door for that to happen, you're actually just going backwards because you're going to end up exactly where you are right now. So just close that door. If it's helpful, I block because then I know there's no chance for them to DM me, contact me, email me, call me, text me. -hmm. You know, just do all the things that like, just take all the possibilities off the plate. And you can do that for a short amount of time. You can say, I'll
0: do this, I'll block them for three months. I really like that. And you could even tell them, like, I mean, this ex clearly sounds receptive to you doing you. You can just say, like, you know, we agreed that we're going to go our separate ways. I'm going to block for three months, not because I dislike you as a person, but because I'm just trying to, like, move forward. We can see if we reconnect after that time or whatever you want to say. Yeah, It's not necessarily, like, leaving the door open. I agree with you. There's something, like, forever that makes it harder to do. yeah. So if you do time box it, like you're like, okay, I I will talk to them eventually. And who knows, by three months, you may have zero desire to talk to them. That could definitely be something that happens.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Or you get to a place of like, oh, I could actually learn from them and learn how I could have improved in that relationship and take it to my next relationship. You never know where you're going to end up in three months, but I can guarantee you it's going to be better than the place you're at right now.
0: Yeah. And if you do want to actually be friends with your ex, you do need that time block. There's no, way can happen right now when it's so raw it just can't so give the time you're doing both of you a service you're giving each other a gift let each other go and if it's meant to be it'll come back as cliche as that sounds
1: if it's meant to be it will evolve itself and present itself to you in a different yep. way So there you go. Thanks for that question for everybody else. Get your questions in. You can email us hello at datablepodcast.com. You can DM us on Instagram at datablepodcast. Or better yet, like this person. Leave us a rating and review in Apple Podcasts, five stars. And in the body of the review, you can ask
0: your question there. And we'll bump you up to the front of the line. Yes. We will be taking a little bit of a brunch talk hiatus in our on-off season, whatever we're calling it nowadays. You all know when we take the little break, but we're still (laughs) here. We still need a name, a branded name. But don't worry, still get your brunch talk questions in. This is actually a great time when we resume them to be at the top of the list. We will do it in order. So have no fear. All right, we'll
1: see you all next week. See you next week. The Dateable Podcast is part of the Frolic Media Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram at Datable Podcast and visit datablepodcast.com for access to all the episodes and our premium programs. Also, make sure to subscribe today if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform so you are the first to get all the latest episodes. And most importantly, stay datable. Thank you.